got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's, let's, uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Reppels. It's you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit and go fuck yourself and go die. Your toes on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it. This is episode 082 of the Tone the Trigger podcast. I am your host, Daniel Reppels, and joining me today over the old uh, Skype machine from the land above, uh, uh, the land I like to call America's hat, land of Canada, we have the one and only Ryan and Adam from everyone, everyone, everybody, everybody, every, every people everyone. has a podcast. It's, it's, it's everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, bonjour, 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 <laughs> hello. Oh. I totally shit uh, on that open. <laughs> dude, you did, you did, you did, I'd keep it. If I've learned anything in this fucking business, which is not a business, it's keep it. Oh, I keep everything. I've, I've edited one time the entire time I did this podcast and it was just to take someone's name out to, uh, you know, protect the innocent, to protect the yeah, innocent. Gotta, exactly. Oh, absolutely. It's it was like, kind they of do a fucked up order. story. Oh, okay. Oh, I love fucked up stories. Yeah. Basically someone that was on the show fucked a chick and she shit all over him. Like literally shit all over his dick and balls. And he like actually, figuratively too, or just literally? Well, in the long run, she shit all over him too. Well, they shit all over each other. It was just that kind of relationship that was very toxic, you know? Yeah, so but you can deal deal with figurative shit a lot easier than literal shit, because literal shit's a fucking nightmare. I mean, nobody wants somebody else's shit. I don't want my shit around me, but somebody else's shit, that's that's dude, that's no, that's going into the nightosphere. I don't like that. Exactly. I have kids. I deal with enough shit. Yeah, come on, Brian. <laughs> How old are they though? I mean, once they get to a certain age, if you're still dealing with your kid's shit, then you've uh, <laughs> you've kind of fucked up. Uh, well, the the youngest one just graduated. Yeah, it's a, she's an invalid. She's in a drunk driving accident. <laughs> nice. No, no, mine are, are nine, six, and four. Oh, okay. So we're, we're just getting out of the shit. We're still wiping asses, <laughs> but she's pooping on the body. Well, I mean, there's you know it. There's two things as a father I think every you know every father should do. It's it's make sure your kid knows how to wipe and keep him off the pole. That's basically the only two things. If you can manage that, they're just going to go through the world fucked up anyways. So, you know, congratulations. I, I agree with that. And I think there's one thing that a lot of parents don't know about. And it's you teach them to wipe their ass. No, first, let me back up. You wipe in a lot of asses for years. And then you teach them to wipe their ass. And then you got to do these touch-up jobs, like these touch-up ass wipes for a, lot, a little while. Like, you almost got it. It's like the training wheels of wiping an ass. 
Exactly. And sometimes, you know, you got to, you got to go ahead. And you hope for best case scenario as the social worker is pulling them out of your house, they're reaching back going, but I can wipe my own ass, Sonny. That's true. You really hope for that movie. Big yeah. Daddy. That was a yeah. hit. I was going to say a nice Adam Sandler reference there. Oh, he drops, he drops Adam Sandler on the reg. It's fucking, it's pretty neat how he's like the Forrest Gump of dropping Adam Sandler. Oh, you know. Well, I mean, you terrible. the last few episodes you guys have had, it seems like you've made Brian out to be the Forrest Gump of everything. I think you guys have already diagnosed him as um pretty high spectrum autistic. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. 100%. Without a doubt, even he kind of is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense now. Like, it just makes sense to him. So, you know, he, he's not fighting it. He's kind of leaning into the autism, which is, I think, a very healthy decision. Yeah, when, when Matt brought it up, I had, like, this aha moment where I went, ah, fuck, it all makes sense now. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. That's why I count puzzle pieces. It's easier to go through okay. life just knowing. You know, the first step is admitting. Yeah. Oh, 100%. 100%. Well, I need to ask you, and I'm not, and this isn't me trying to grab reins, but uh, it is totally me trying to grab reins grab right now. Away. I got to ask you something. What did you do today for International Women's Day or Women's Day? Is it women? Women? What did you do? Did you do anything special? Did you buy a cake? No, I went to work like a productive citizen. Okay, fair enough. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's I think what a lot of people did. Uh, did that uh, bug you on any level? The International Women's Day. I mean, it, people get painted as chauvinistic if they have even a smidgen of an iota of a problem with National Women's Day, because it's or International Women's Day. Sorry, they're celebrating in China, I guess. Yeah, there's well, in some most countries, some countries they get shot and killed for um, doing such a thing, which is again why I think it's kind of bullshit. Because you know we live in a lot of different countries where it's okay for them to go out and do that, and it's not a big deal. You know, and in other countries, they'd get fucking shot or stoned or whatever, you know? So I don't know. I think it's kind of oh, bullshit. I think it's a little bullshit over here because they're like, let's not shop at Best Buy and wear red. Where are we buying it? I don't know. Macy's? What? Did you think this through, ladies? Did you think it through? Here's the thing that bugged me. Okay, Brian, hold me back because I'm ramping the fuck up. I got you. Hey, he's holding my chest plate right now. Got this. The thing that ramped me up about this whole International Women's Day was there's one thing. It could have it should have just been called International Wage Gap Day. Wage gap. The uh which is now the most sexist dat gap though to bring up is the fucking wage gap. And it's being thrown around and it's so misinformed that I, I got into this breakdown of an argument on Facebook, which I, I've said this on the podcast that we do. I'm going to try as an adult not to do this anymore, but I just, I seen an article and it's going, women should stand in solidarity because this wage gap is impinging on, and I, and I, and I, all I did, all I set out to do, and this is stupid to me, this is stupid because I know what am I, I'm flying into the hurricane here. You cannot win this argument as I went, well, I just tried to throw that, well, you know, the wage gap technically isn't the problem with the sum of all money made between two genders because men take higher risk jobs that generally pay more and women generally seek caregiver teaching jobs that pay less. So over the broad spectrum, the way that they calculate the wage gap, it's a little skewed and it's, it's a little mis misdirected and the fucking, the backlash, like I swear to God, I got what an eight fucking paragraph diatribe with this woman who just would not let it go that it's like, well, there is, so many things that aren't being reported, like she would not let it go. And all I'm trying to do is I'm not trying to say it doesn't exist, okay? So everybody can fucking back off a little bit. I'm not trying to say it does not exist. I'm just saying the way that it is framed is wrong. And I don't like fake news. I don't like bullshit information. 
that's misguided the, and misdirected. The, uh, the the stats for that are kind of skewed the same way as they're skewed for uh, when you hear like back in the the days of the the gladiators, how the the average age uh, or the average maximum age that a person reached was thirty five. Well, the people who made it past five years old, most of them lived into their seventies and eighties. It's just there was so much infant death that it, it, it dropped the average dramatically right? dropped the average yeah same same argument I, damn i didn't think you could tie those two together but i think we just fucking tied gladiator deaths and fucking the wage gap together dude you guys lost me at like what's up oh i'm i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i was obviously i came in hot on this i was a little ramped up but which is fine hey man to to the lay person i'm using this term more and more all you need to know is that when people generally scream, it's not good. The wage gap, they generally are getting misinformed. They're, they're under the understanding that every woman in every job gets paid 70 cents on the dollar for every hour of work, which is not the case. That's, that's a simplistic breakdown of the economics. What it is, is men generally gravitate towards policemen, firemen, warehouse, factories, fisheries, uh, Air Force, uh, you, you know, dangerous oil field and jobs. Sciences. And... Yeah, yeah, jobs where you get killed. And we die way more than women. We die a thousand times more than women die in the job because we take these high-risk jobs. But they just look at the numbers at the end of the fucking year and go, men have made this much more than women have as a mass. And it's just a, such a bullshit calculation. So all I, all I do with my little hat that I put on when I go out into the streets and ring my bell is I tell people that, Hey, it's a problem, but it's not as big of a problem. You're, 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 you're misguiding the information and making it look like a bigger problem. Yeah. It bothered I, me. It, I totally agree the with whole, you. The whole day was based on that to me because that's all I seen on the Twitters and the Instagrams and the, <laughs> it just became less and less about women and it just became like this attack on how there's some travesty that's befallen them. And much like you said, David, there's places where women are being hit with rocks. Did you just call me like David? Daniel, <laughs> you're going to have to edit a name out for the second time ever because I, for some reason, called you David. That's okay. No, I edit out real people's names, not people that you just make up on the fly. So that's all right. I My son, David. <laughs> oh, there you go. Say Okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I called you David. I am a fucking asshole. Oh, that's You fine. know what? I got so ramped up. I got so ramped up that I forget names. And uh, Ryan beside me will attest to that. <laughs> yeah. Ryan with that. an O. Ryan with an O. Yeah. I'm uh, so sorry. I, I feel like I ran really, like a rampage through with that. But basically, yeah, that was what I took from <laughs> National Women's Day today. Oh, I, totally, up, I totally agree with you. It's funny what some people are doing. So this one um, radio station in Alabama decided that for the day... They were going to let all the the women DJs and hosts like take a break for the day to like you know do the a day without women. But then on top of that, they decided they were only going to play. They weren't going to play any music with women in them, in the music because you know. But in my thing, I was like, well, great. There's not a lot of yeah. good. There's not a lot of good music. What? Like, what is their oh, heart? And that's not even that good. Yeah, really. I want. I'm up for more singer songwriters. I hope that that catches on. Like a lot of the talk about this International Women's Day was how much it's going to backfire by women, you know, who generally aren't getting paid for their day off of work. Like no company is going to go, don't worry, we got you covered. Like Walmart doesn't give a fuck. You don't show up. You're not getting your $8 an hour. They'll be like, fuck, fuck no. you. No. So, so just it, they said that a lot of it is very like well-meaning but counterintuitive and could have been planned out and executed a little bit better. 
It seems like if they really wanted to show, if they really want to do something instead of taking the day off, they should go to work and work harder. Oh my God. And then get a raise. And then all of a sudden they close the wage gap a little bit. You know, I mean, that's problem solved. Crisis averted. That's, that's, that's some backwards thinking though, Brian, what are we cavemen? Uh, <laughs> fuck you the know, patriarchy. Fuck the patriarchy. Let's bring down the establishment on this show tonight. There we go. That's, we're the revolution. We lead, we lead the cause. The world's been waiting for us, and we're fucking here, knocking at the world's door. We hope you'll answer, but watch out, because we're carrying guns. <laughs> and boot guns as well. Not just regular guns. we got a second boot gun. But here's here's the thing about these days, okay? is you get It's International Women's Day, because when I grew up, there was like eight holidays, and that's all that you knew about. And now there's like Pancake Day. You know what tomorrow is? It's National Meatball Day. <laughs> Women, let's stand in solidarity, because for when midnight strikes, it will be National Meatball Day, and then the next day, it's... And I'm not making this up. National Blueberry Popover Day. I shit you not. Mark it on your calendar. The 11th is National Blueberry Popover Day. I I laughed out loud when I read it. What is a popover? Is that anything like a turnover? It's like when you fuck up a muffin and you go, it's a popover now because the shit fucking went everywhere. Oh, wow. That's my best guess. It's like, I think that's how 90% of the pastries have been created is people fuck up regular ones. Oh, this croissant is shit. Dude, back off. That's now a cookie. Sweet. (laughs) Wow, dude. I don't know. I didn't expect such high energy, man. I don't know why. I listen to your show every week and it's always, you come in like a fucking, uh, just like a rattled tweaker, you know, at all times. Just running on, just running on like 17,000 grams of caffeine. You know what? Right now I'm drinking coffee to bring myself down because let me just tell you, I'm amped up. I get excited when I do fucking shows and especially when I do great shows like the Toe on the Trigger podcast, which by the way, this could totally be a soundbite drop. The Toe on the Trigger podcast with Daniel Raffles dropping this shit like it's hot. And it would help if you pronounce my last name correctly. Raffles? Raffles. Raffles. I'm totally fucking with you. I'm sorry. You're a guest on my show and I just treat my guests like shit apparently. No, you no, you're treating us the way we deserve. We like having our mouths spit into collectively. Oh, nice. Figuratively speaking, and literally. <laughs> All right, so I have an article for you guys, and it's kind of funny, you know, talking about Women's Day, International Women's Day. If you're actually tired of women in general, there's a brothel in Barcelona that is just a sex doll brothel. That's it. There's no women. You just go in and you fuck a sex doll. Who has to clean? Somebody's got to do the job. Somebody's got to do the job. High paying job. It's 80 euros for an hour. I don't know how much that is in uh, either of our currencies, but I imagine. 100 million rubles. About about 120 bucks Canadian. Okay. So 80 bucks. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Brian's been to Europe. Oh, he has, hasn't he? Oh, my God. He can (laughs) lament on about it. Well, you know, who the fuck. I mean, these sex doll brothels, unless they're robots, I, I don't want to fuck it. Because it, I can fuck a, I can fuck many things that have a crease. It has, it has uh, three different orifices, and all of their limbs can move, so you can fuck them in different positions. Okay, so we're talking some high-level sex dolls, then. Yeah, I mean, we're talking, like, uh, Kama Sutra bullshit. No shit! Okay, I was picturing, like, essentially what is a pool toy. Uh, with a wig on it, and uh, I'd have a hard time fucking that and not feeling silly afterwards. But if, if the doll's convincing, and you know, without being too convincing, I think this—I think there's a market for it. I think so too. Except the one problem I have, and I mean, I don't have any experience with sex dolls, wink, wink. But I think that there's something about the eyes. 
because they're not real, they have that dead look. And I, just something about fucking a dead person is just not, it's just not my thing. I don't care how authentic it feels. You know what? You raise a very good point because any doll. It's going to be cold. They have the glazed over eye. And even if you put in a fucking heat lamp and try and be like, yeah, it's like kind of like body temperature. That dead look in the eyes is, is the disconnect. That's the part where the fantasy stays as a fantasy. So you'd almost like be like, can you fucking paint some eyelids on that thing? Because it's creeping the shit out of me. Maybe it's like those little, you know, those, I think they're called baby born dolls where you, you tilt them backwards and their little eyes close, you know, and then you tilt oh, them back okay. up and their eyes open. I'd be game for that. I'd but, be game for that. See, you just got to get some movement in the <clears throat> eyes, I think. You just got to <clears throat> shake them to make them blink, which would be kind of weird. <laughs> and it, it would kill the momentum too if you're like going at your your rental sex and the fact that it's a rental sex doll just kind of <laughs> it's my rental sex doll but, i like that but but when you're when you're going at the rental sex doll in missionary and you're like oh yeah let's go let's go doggy now and then you're like oh i like it, it would totally pull you out of it when you go oh now i have to flip you over and, and bend the limbs <laughs> And, and you, you have to call customer service and you're like, is there a lock on this knee so that, so that it doesn't keep like slipping out on me? I need a man of weight to bend these. These goddamn knees have seized up. When was the last time you oiled things? I'm sitting here with half a heart on. I'm trying to fuck this plastic doll here. I got places to be. I'm an important man. God damn it. I actually just came up with a wonderful idea that would help add some humanity to these dolls. So okay. you get the doll and you put like an Alexa in it or like a Siri kind of technology you know what i mean so oh, when you're fucking it. it you're like yeah baby you like that and it's like oh yes i love it so much well yeah oh well, eventually though here's the problem though I, I love where you're going with this i think what you're talking about is and will be the future but right now there's still gonna be a little bit of a disconnect in that fucking you'll be like oh yeah you like it when i fuck your ass sorry i do not know where to buy gas <laughs> oh you goddamn bitch <laughs> you know wi-fi you disconnected know, no, oh, no, I'm dumb about to. N I nutted. Ah, oh, jeez, it was a bad one. <laughs> I want to read it. I want my bad. 80 euros back. Yeah, I want at least 20 of those euros back and a wet nap. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck me. I wonder if there's like an additional charge for damages. Like if there's a damage deposit. So if you're like a biter. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dude. And you don't get your 40 euros back. Yeah, or if like, you just you like cannot... fuck the pussy too hard and it's like all, it's just this gaping hole. You prolapse the pussy, the plastic <laughs> pussy, and you're just like, dude, what the fuck did you, what did you do? And you're like, what? I fisted it. Jesus, you didn't, that wasn't in the disclaimer. Uh, they have to have some shit. kind of terms written down. They probably have some long, like 16 page waiver that you have to sign saying, like, you're not going to fist it. You're not going to. I, I don't know. You're not going to shit on its chest. You know, just the normal, you know, just you have to and have normal sex with it. You you know, okay. You know what the weirdest thing I'm just thinking like, what, what is the weirdest thing you could do with a sex doll? And, and, and I'm, I'm going to go with my answer. I'm sure there's probably a better one out there, but I think this is the weirdest one. Eat the sex dolls. Pussy is yep. easily the weirdest thing you could do. Oh. If that's all you did, you no matter went in there, how good you clean it, there's going to be smells. I'm yeah. not even talking about that, Brian. Even I'm if it's even... A, even if it's a fresh, like out of the package, uh, rental, as you would say, it, it still would be, you know, it's like, it's like macking on a latex glove. It, it's totally weird. Like you just go in there and you eat a plastic pussy for an hour and you're just like, made that bitch come. <laughs> That, that's a weird type of serial killer mindset. And just and, and having Siri say, oh, yeah, it feels so good. Just it wouldn't do it for me. 
it made me feel so good when you licked my clitoris. <laughs> clitoris? Jesus, put the emphasis in the right place. Uh, put the emphasis on the proper syllable. Yeah, for Pete's sake. And for for 80 euros for, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably like for an hour. Yeah, it says an hour in the article. Okay, uh, in Amsterdam, in the red light district, we uh, we paid a hooker to just talk to us for a while and like tell us rates and shit. And uh, for 20 euro, you can get a Hummer. Really? From a Russian 10. From a Russian 10. From, well, these are wow. some high class broads. A Russian 10. Yeah, a Russian 10 is like an American 13, right? Yes. Easily. It's, it's, it's oh, like a easy. Canadian 19. Oh shit! Yep. Tell me about it. Well, you know, here's here here's the thing with that though. Is here's what the thing. Here's my problem with Russians. Is I'm always playing a game when I'm watching Russian porn of find the weird German shepherd mole, shepherd mole because there's always this one <laughs> weird one-off hairy German shepherd mole somewhere, and it seems to be a very Eastern European thing, and it'll throw me out every time. It's like finding a pube in my fucking spaghetti, and it's always got a hair coming out of it. It's like it's raised about a half a centimeter. Off of like yes. the left butt cheek, it's got one little oh, hair totally. coming out, and it's like you know, it's kind of curled to the left or the right, depending on which way you know is true north. Hundred percent, it's like a compass. Like you, you could use it to escape a dungeon in Legend of Zelda. Like it looks like a melted chocolate chip on her asshole, or in and around her asshole. And he's like, "Is that shit?" And she goes, "No, it's small, not big deal. I got hair on here, thick. You can string piano with." Fuck off, lady. Oh, you killed wow. the fucking. You've killed your cold your cold war fancy is over uh, don't you hate it when a when a woman has like a mole like just a little too close to her ass too and, and it just makes you wonder you know but you can't say anything about it you can't be like is that a turd on your butt cheek right there you know you it just kind of have you have to like brush it a little bit just to like make sure can i flick that off like yeah. is that a fleck what am i what am i seeing here you got fish food in your what crack? do you do if it does move when you <laughs> brush it off <laughs> it comes you off leave. You, just, leave. you get up, you say, fuck this shit, I'm leaving, and you just go. You say, I'm out of here. Sorry, sorry, but bye, Felicia. That's the only time in my life I dropped out <laughs> with sincerity. Have sorry. You, have you ever left a, a woman just hanging like that because of something weird? Like, you just got up and said, I can't do this? Yes. I did, too. I actually had a story where I got up and left because she regained consciousness. And I, you know, it just <laughs> I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to jail. Were you wearing a ski mask? Uh, yeah, but it was, it was wrapped around both of my fists, you know, so it was just, it was really, it wasn't a nice, it wasn't a nice date. Yeah. <laughs> you just Bill Cosby her and that was it? Yeah, kinda. Yeah, pretty, yeah, actually, that's a good way to put it. I kind of Bill Cosby her a little bit. It was before he'd really done any of that shit, so I just called it a rape, but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you were raping uh, people before raping people was cool. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? The, the weird thing is, is I did it in blackface. So it was like, it was like, it was almost like one of those things from the, the Tom Cruise movie that could see the future. And I was enacting it. And then I told the cops, no, 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 this was not a crime. This was a prophecy. But, you know, they don't buy that shit. They don't listen. These squares. No, they don't care. I'm Serve and protect my ass. If you rape, if you have sex with a passed out prostitute, is it rape or shoplifting? Holy fuck, I've never actually thought of that, but that's beautiful. Um, I think it would have to be shoplifting. She's hot, she's selling her wares. And, and uh, you stole what am them. I, 
Exactly. He said I'd pay later. <laughs> I put I put that pussy on layaway. <laughs> oh, oh man. Shit. <laughs> Goodness gracious. We're 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 going dark and I'm loving it. And uh just in case there's anybody listening with any sincerity and they think that I'm talking about a rape that happened, the statute of limitations is up, so you're not gonna get me. Do you trust me? My <laughs> anyone who's still listening to my show at this point probably has raped more people than than you can pretend to rape. Okay, good. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. I mean, I have great listeners. All, all we can do is really laugh at rape because uh, if you take it seriously, it just makes you sad. But if you just make jokes about it, then it kind of makes it go like it's not going to unrape a, a woman. Like a woman's never going to get unraped by making a like, you know, a solemn face. You just have to be like, hey, well, there's probably something funny. Like you probably, I don't know, something's got to be some levity. Exactly. Maybe? I mean, everything is worth joking over. There's nothing. There's nothing off limits. People find like, like maybe. How about this? How about this? Somebody goes to take his pants down, and his zipper gets stuck, and you're like, "Well, this is. I need Benny Hill music here." Which I actually have. It's called Yakety Sax. <laughs> perfect, and it's so apropos. Yeah, it's perfect. I wish I had it ready. If I would have known that you were gonna that you were gonna bust it out, I would have thrown it in there. But you you didn't tell me these things. You didn't have anything planned for me. No, you no. That's very fair. And next time there will be a production meeting uh, from my end, especially because I want to. I want. I, I want some Betty Hill music. Yeah, I I like the spontaneity though. I don't like doing the whole meeting and like, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? I tried that before. Every time I do a podcast like that, it never turns out the way it's supposed to. Our our last episode, we uh, we decided that the next one we're just going to not even make eye contact, set up, sit down and hit the record button. Yeah, we fucked our podcast. I I, I say we fucked it. It actually I listened back to it today and I was like, I you know what? It was worse than I thought. I just it was one of those things where we I just I didn't you mean feel it wasn't in the zone. as bad as you thought. What did I say? You said it was worse than you thought. Yeah, it was. Uh, now I'm speaking my feelings. Are you drunk? Uh, it, no, I'm oh, just okay. drunk. Yeah, drunk on life, bro. Drunk, on- drunk on the power of Christ. <laughs> That's how you got uh, forgiven for that rape. Absolutely. I said, dude, are we cool? And he's like, yes, no worries. Just drink so my blood. We're cool. It's good. It's all good, dog. You what you think I haven't raped? <laughs> I wasn't always Jesus Christ. I used to be just Jesus. <laughs> you know, they weren't giving a lot of pussy back to a guy in sandals with long hair back in the days. I mean, Jesus. It wasn't until I started lifting. I got ripped. And uh, then, yeah, then I didn't need to take it, but... <laughs> Sure, there had to have been a ton of rape. I was raised Catholic, and uh, there was one, like, in, in the, the hall, like, there, there's the main church, and then there's, like, the little coffee hall at the back, and there's one picture of just shredded Jesus on the cross. <laughs> oh, there's tons. Yeah, he's fucking ripped, dude. He's oiled up. Not a hair on his body. He's just, like, gush. It's fucking yeah, Jesus like, looking like, good. Like, he's... The, it was a painted picture, and it was, it was like someone with some serious talent. But they they actually took the time to like paint in the the, the veins oh. on his forearms. Okay, and he was he was shredded. Oh, his fucking penile Jesus. It kind of disturbs me how much detail Catholics go into when it comes to things like that. Yeah. It is a little weird. It, it bothers me that, how many details they fuck up, though. It's like, hey, it's... Uh, that's so... not the biggest thing that disturbs me about the Catholic Church, though. <laughs> oh, <Wow>. yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, that's a low-hanging fruit. <laughs> Speaking of little low-hanging fruits... <laughs> Were you an um, altar boy, Brian? I was. 
Oh, Ooh. shit. Oh, uh, I don't man. think I've ever actually admitted it on our podcast. You're an autistic altar boy. Yeah. They did wow. that fun with you. Yeah. Do you have any stories that you'd like to tell, or are you trying to protect the guilty? No, I, uh, it was, uh, pretty consensual. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. I, I, I guess I have to say pretty not standard. You were tired of touching your own wiener, so you yeah, let someone do it for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let the power of Christ compel me to do these homosexual acts. <laughs> yeah, the, there was always like, there was definitely like an awkward tension all the time. Sexual tension? Yeah. Oh, yeah, boy. I, I, I feel like there was just an awkward sexual tension hundred percent of the time father father mccleary was looking at you and you're thumbing down your undies <laughs> oh, I you, you oh lord little, you have the little back room where you get dressed like you, you put on your altar boy robes and, and there's always uh, a weird uh, hole in the wall you have a little back room all right that they're interested <laughs> there's in a, uh, this this room it was probably like three feet wide uh <laughs> just wide enough for two people <laughs> and and like 10 feet long, but you, you had to keep passing past each other. And in a three foot wide room, there's always touching when you pass someone. Uh-oh. So you just feel things? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's not good. You have to go ass to ass when you yeah, walk by that's, people. That's the rule. It's always ass to ass. Never never do any other combination. Ass All other combinations. straight pass. There you go. How do you walk in movie theaters when you're trying to squeeze by people? Do you put your ass in their face or do you put your cock in their face? 100%. They get the ass. They always get the ass. I'm going to try that next time I go to a movie. I'm... That that's a power move. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually, and you hand over hand, like you cross arms over their head with your dick facing them. <laughs> that's perfect. And and you grunt while you do it too. You go. Ugh. Or you can That's do, hard. like, both. Like, you can spin. Like, as you're going through, like, you pass the first person with your ass, then the second person with your dick, but, like, then you brush your ass against, you know, the person in the row below you's head, and then you switch, and then you rub your dick on that person's head, you know, and you're just, you're fucking up everybody on, like, two rows. I'm actually seriously going to try that next time I go to a movie. Well, dude, life's too short to be stuck to one thing. It is. It's too, it's too short. You got to try everything that you can possibly do. You got to, and if it means doing a power move in a movie theater to strangers, so be it. I, I actually, it, it almost gives me a little bit of anxiety the thought of purposefully doing that because right away I know that someone's going to go. Did he just walk by dick towards us? You got to do you got to do a pelvic thrust every time you pass someone too. You got you can't just walk by. You got to kind of like you, <laughs> you got to go us when you do like, it. I I even feel weird walking down the center aisle of an airplane because there's someone that has to have my dick pointed at them. Yeah, mm. exactly. Well, isn't it a weird thing? There's a weird human condition where you could be in a city of millions of people and you're still conscientious of everything you do. Like they're like you're ever going to see the same person twice in a huge city with a million people that you just never want to set this bad precedent with them for some reason. It's this weird thing. And I think the people who can break themselves of that are probably the craziest, most fucking nuttiest, off-the-wall, fun people. The people you know literally to the phrase, don't give a fuck. Yeah, I like your odds of actually seeing one of those people twice – I went to Vegas this spring, and we met uh, these two girls who were, one of their kids went to school with the kids of one of the guys that we had with us, and they were staying 
like they had to take the same elevator to their room that we had to take. And we saw them, I think, our second night, and we didn't see them again the entire trip. And they were there the whole time. They told us that they weren't leaving until after us. But we we just didn't run into each other again because there's just that many people. Oh, absolutely, man. It's an ant farm. It's fucking, or an ant colony, I guess, is probably a better way to put it. Where the fuck did I go with ant farm? <laughs> it's thing, like an ant farm. The thing about elevators, I, this is kind of... I just I heard elevator and we're talking about awkward shit, you know, social bullshit, you know. And I noticed at my work, everybody when they get in the elevator, they stand around the perimeter, you know, the sides. And those are like the like the first class spots of an elevator. You know what I mean? And when oh, you, yeah, you Oh yeah. You feel awkward as shit if you get shoehorned into the middle of the elevator. Oh, I know. And I did like and I don't like I wa- I got in the elevator and I didn't think anything of it. I wasn't like, "Oh my god, there's no there's no wall spots." But as soon as the doors closed and I realized I'm standing in the middle, I was just overtaken with anxiety. I don't know why. I don't know if it oh, had dude. I I think I know why. I honestly think I know why. I think that's some fucking caveman shit. I honestly do. I think when you have your back, you have all sides showing to somebody, all your vulnerable parts, <laughs> let's say, uh, to being attacked, I think it creates anxiety. I think you like having a back to the wall. You feel chilled out. Hey, I can cover three sides. I can't cover four. Eyes are on the front of my head, and I can't fucking turn my head around like an owl. So the back is at least, you want at least one side covered. And I think when you're standing in this this weird ceremonial circle of people, you, something t- kicks in. Something kicks in to go, dude, don't do this. This ain't good. Yeah. yeah. You, you can stand beside someone and be well within the personal bubble but if you're facing each other or if they're facing you towards your side like that you can be within each other's personal bubbles with no issue but when you're actually when your body's turned towards that person there's a fucking issue there's an issue it's like you're about to spar with them or something it's a little bit weird it's totally like that or even how about this one do you get this thing where when you're walking beside somebody and they start lagging behind, you're like, hurry the fuck up and get beside me. Like, you're like, dude, why are you falling behind? You almost get annoyed with people who fall behind. I think there's a weird thing there. Dude, I don't want you back there. Get the fuck up to my six. Yeah, either come right next to me or just get ahead of me. Yeah, 100%. I want you, dude, I don't want you in that cone. I don't <laughs> want you in that fucking cone back there. Yeah, be beware of the cone zone. Stay, the Stay cone out of my zone. wake, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is, brah. I'm making wakes. You're in them. This ain't a wakeboarding sesh. Get the fuck up here. I think the next time that happens at work, I'm going to stand with my backs to the door and just look towards everybody and just look at each individual person. And like not... That would be weirder. No, I I don't think it would. I think it would. I think it would freak people out. And not like scan the entire... But like, like move your head but stop on each person individually. And maybe and, and give them all different expressions, like smile at one of them and like look all disgusted at another one and look pissed off at another one and just see what happens. Oh, it'd be weird as fuck for them. But I was just, I see here, here's how much of a fucking thing for myself or I am. Wouldn't it, wouldn't, wouldn't be as weird for me because at least I'd be like, I got you all accounted for here. <laughs> but then like what? That would, luck would have it. Luck or bad luck would have it where it'd be the one time where that elevator doors open up and somebody just slit your throat. Oh yeah, yeah. You... Why it's so random? Why did I have to get the elevator with the fucking psychopath? God damn it! There's a lady at that building too. Who, if she's 
Like, you push the button for the elevator, she'll be standing there kind of waiting for it. As soon as the door's open, she goes, oh, you go ahead. I don't ride elevators with people. Okay. Yeah. That's probably, that's, that's probably smart thinking. It's strange. It's socially awkward, socially inept even, but it's probably smart. That's probably some 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 programming in there. She's She's had some dreams. Yeah, and she's too <laughs> fat to take the stairs, too, so she has to take an elevator. Oh, okay. Maybe she hasn't had so many dreams. Maybe they're <laughs> fantasies at this point. Oh, it'd be a shame if all you guys gang raped me. That would be the worst. <laughs> oh, it keeps coming back, back to rape. Yeah, what's up with you and rape, man? Do you have some kind of like unresolved issues? Well, yeah. And it was kind of, it came from this one time where it's always about the one that got away. <laughs> Go on. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> oh, well, basically, I was going to rape somebody and they got away. <laughs> I have not raped anybody. God damn it, Brian. What? Allegedly. <laughs> if you just stay silent for people sometimes, they just start to unravel. That's 100% true. Yeah, no, I do it all the time. It's uh, I can't stand silence. Especially, silence. On, especially on the podcast. Yeah, you know, I, I try to get a little more comfortable with it because I realize that silence is, is, is normal. It is comfortable. Uh, people generally, like if it's too long, people do get uncomfortable listening. Like I've heard shows that they'll do that where they just fuck with silence for a little while. Like see how long they could be quiet and it fucks with people. They piss me off because every time that I hear silence in a podcast, I go start digging my phone out of my pocket to see if it died or something. Yeah. See if something happened. Every time, as soon as I get it out and like turn the screen on. And see that it's still playing, they start talking again. That is that is a significant gap of silence. If it takes you to the point like you pull your phone out, you open the screen, and then it goes, like that's gotta be at least a good five seconds. That's that's just too long. Yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. do yeah, it's like come on, do it's some edits. Painful amount of silence. Do some edits. Well, here's something that I find painful. This is this is another thing that I is my last little notey note that I fucking wrote here. And it's, uh, I was kind of mentioned it to Brian at the beginning of this thing, but I am, and this is going to be such a non sequitur to anything. I'm sick of the Deadpool shit. I am fucking, okay, the movie was, I, I didn't mind the movie. Movie was fine. It was, yeah, I, I, I laughed. I you cried. laughed some more. I cried, you know, and, that, and then I was done with it. But the fact that I cannot turn anywhere on social media without seeing something about fucking Deadpool and tacos and chimichangas, and isn't it funny it's fucking not it isn't anymore no longer is it funny to me it's grating on me as a matter of fact it's hit this critical point where the last fucking thing i want to see is that computer generated face saying something quippy oh right we get it with your fucking superhero shit getting as bad as minions were <laughs> were they're still fucking they're still uh, i won't post them even if a meme says like the most spot on shit if it's got a minion in it i won't fucking repost it you know i uh i say were because i've now erased everyone off my facebook that has ever put anything minion up yeah good as well as you should have and now get on the deadpool kick because he's fucking people it's preposterous at this point. Can I say that? It's fucking preposterous with, we get that you love your movie, but stop it already. It was not that groundbreaking. People are walking around like this is fucking Citizen Kane of our generation. See, I... It was a superhero movie with swear words. Yeah, I came out of the theater and right away I was like, it's like original, like, not original, but it's like Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man level jokes, but they also get 
to say fuck. Like it's nothing. I I didn't enjoy the movie right out of the gate, and I I think I was in a very small minority of people. Oh, you're an incredibly shrinking minority of people. I uh I I liked the movie. I did. I was uh, in the group of people that was like, I don't I don't get what the fuss is about. Like I didn't get what the hype was. Like I liked it as a movie. I liked it as a piece. But when it came to like it being some kind of like. Like you said, Citizen Kane of our like some like they were doing something different. It's like what they they said fuck and cunt it's like, a couple times. It's like it's like Judd Apatow got his hands on a fucking superhero movie and people are losing their minds over it. And it's bothering me because it's every fucking where and it's it's part of this nerd culture that's exploded. And it's to the point where at one point you got to go. Okay, it's cool that all that shit's kind of coming to the surface, and now it just isn't. Fuck all of your Funko Pop fucking figurines in your crates of the month jesus christ i hope a razor blade's in the crate next month and you kill yourself i'm fucking sick of the crates <laughs> and your shitty t-shirts and your fucking horse shitty trinkets you're an adult <sighs> i just Sorry. had this this conversation with uh somebody on the podcast last week and it actually would be good to get your opinion on it what is what are your thoughts on kevin smith you know Okay, you know, a Kevin Smith. What? Okay, Jets, Jane, Silent Bob's Kevin Smith. It, 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 did he do a lot for podcasting? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But it, much like Lenny Bruce did a lot for comedy, I can't stand to hear fucking Lenny Bruce anymore because guess what? Times have a changed, and that comedy to me belongs in an era of sentimentality that you could look back on like a box full of old shit and go and smile knowingly but right now to carry that flag into the fucking 2017 year no i I refuse to carry that flag it's no longer flattering charming or anything i get it he has a beard everybody has a fucking beard I, I liked him on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast. I, as a person, I, I, yeah. I like I like him. As a person, I like him. But defend I, him behind I, it. That's yeah. yeah that's what I'm James more. I, Go ahead. That's what I'm more talking about. Is like because like as a person, funny guy, great guy, good director, makes good movies, does a lot for the podcasting community, even for the comic book community and all that stuff. It's just this. There are people that fucking worship the guy. Thank you. Oh my God. You hit the fucking nail on the head because I'm not here to shit on everything he's ever done and continues to do. I like that he takes risks. I like that he does passion projects. The movie Red State was phenomenal. It was fucking highly underrated. And I think it's a movie everybody should see because it's so poignant. But beyond that, this blind, groveling follower worship of him as this all knowing, all mighty entity, it's horseshit. I'd take one Dave Chappelle over a hundred Kevin Smiths. It's nothing against Kevin Smith, but he just is not the, the, the crafter of fucking the cosmos anymore. He deserves exactly what he has, has brought and, and what he has brought. It it is momentous. It's huge. But beyond that, the groveling blind worship sickens me because I just don't think many people, I don't think there's anybody that really demands that much, and I think because it's so it's fringe. Like those it's like millionaires that have their first dollar framed and worshiping that first dollar. It just, it, yeah, it grew into something way bigger than that. But you, you could just go spend the fucking dollar. Spend the fucking money. Cash that check. It's fucking done. Be happy with what you get. But the, the idea of this worship just sickens me. And that goes to anything. Anytime there's an ism or a 
demonium behind something, it fuck. That's when it tends to lose me. That's when I back the fuck off. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel the same. There's all these podcasts that like. There was this one podcast. I forgot what what the name of the show is, but they invited me up to do like their show with them or whatever, and they wanted me to come up. But there, I found out after talking to them for not even three minutes, their whole point was to get me to go to this like Kevin Smith show. And that was their whole existence was just about promoting this this Kevin Smith act. And I was like, well, do you want me to come to like hang out and like be on your show and maybe get to know me? Or do you just want me to come so I'll support this thing? Yeah, that's annoying. That is annoying. Stop trying to drag me into your world, dude. I fucking have my own world. And it, oh, my God, that that right there would have annoyed me endlessly, much as it probably did annoy you. Oh, it did. Because. Because there's no escaping how fucking just putrid that is. I just, again, I get what he's done. I get that clerks and all these things, they had their moments and they had their time in the sun and give the guy his dues. But there's, again, it comes down to this blind follower worship. These people who go like, oh, dude, one day we're going to get him on. You won't. <laughs> it's not going to happen. He does a thousand podcasts a year just by himself. You're never going to have him on. Exactly. Do you listen to any of his shows at all? I have. I've listened to Smodcast. I've listened to early. Uh, I listened to, used to listen to a lot of early Smodcast. And I, it was entertaining. He, he's a very good talker. He's charismatic. He's, he's He definitely has talking down. He knows how to wheel with somebody. Yeah, exactly. But to me, uh, but again, not the Messiah, not the Messiah. It's nothing. It's not the pipe that I'm going to keep hitting. Mm -hmm. There's people I like more than him. I would rather sit in. I'd rather listen to Bill Burr ramble on with no direction in sight for an hour than listen to three hours of Kevin Smith. I'm not taking anything away from the guy. It's just he doesn't slot into my fucking grooves. I think we we need to start a movement. We need to get. We need to start following Kevin Smith and like on Twitter or wherever. And anybody who follows him and retweet and just reshare all their shit with the hashtag not my messiah. Dude, I fucking love that. <laughs> I'd get behind that. I like movements. <laughs> the hashtag I'll... not my messiah movement. Dude, hashtag I, not I like my movements messiah. too, but I can't stay committed to anything. Oh, Brian, well you're gonna have to you're gonna have to fucking do this one. Okay. This is gonna be because this is huge. This, this, this is this is, could actually this make deal. change. This, this could very... this this could go viral. Dude. This could go volcanic and then viral. I don't know. There's a fucking scale. People uh, actually technically didn't go viral because it has to be 100,000. Shut up. <laughs> go Shut fuck yourself. Fuck it's a movement. It doesn't have to mean anything. Oh, these people who just have it so figured out. Oh, really? Where's your million dollar YouTube checks, you cunt? I'm sick of hearing people lament on about how much they know about social media. Well, you know, technically on Instagram. Shut up. Nobody knows how any of this works. All right. Well, let Unless they do. Let's give you a second to cool down. We'll go to a break and then we'll come back. How about that? <laughs> that sounds good, man. All right, you're, you're listening to Toe on the Trigger podcast. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Adam. And we encourage you to come listen to a very special program a podcast, unlike anything you've heard before. Right, Brian? What? No, dude. Everyone has a podcast. <laughs> Everyone has a podcast. 
What's our show about? We talk about comedy, sports, science, topical news, meat hunting, music, podcasting, Matthew McConaughey, vision, health and fitness, horse cocks, technical difficulties, buffaloes, popular culture, maybe a little too much about the Asians. Oh, your army's so cute and tiny. Edits. Check us out on Twitter at Ehap Podcast. Listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher or through our website, www.ehappodcast.com. Contact us directly through ehappodcast at gmail.com. Like and subscribe on YouTube under Ehap Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Grinder. Really? We're on Facebook? I think so. Hey, you ready to record our podcast? Yeah, no, I... I'll be with you in a minute. I'm just trying to catch up on Toe and the Trigger podcast right now. Daniel? Well, Adam, we gotta record everyone has a podcast. Yeah, no, I know that, but I'm really just trying to listen and I'm trying to let people know that you can find them at their website, toeonthetrigger.com, or if you want to look them up on Twitter, it's at toeonthetrigger. I just, I really need to get this done, Brian. And I'm, and I'm really deep into listening to this episode. It's so fucking good. You got an extra jack? Yeah, buddy, plug in. Plug in. This is the Tone Trigger News. I am Daniel Ruppels. Alberta citizens received an unwanted yet colorful treat in their water this week. Residents of Onaway in central Alberta were surprised to see bright pink water flowing from their faucets Tuesday morning. The color was allegedly caused by routine water treatment and was no cause for alarm. Canadian Jesse Ventura believes otherwise. In Tel Aviv, Israeli model Orit Fox was doing a photo shoot with a snake. All was going well until the snake got a little excited and grabbed her by the titty with its mouth. The lovely Miss Fox was rushed to the hospital and given a tetanus shot. And the snake? Well, the snake died of silicone poisoning. Meanwhile, in Florida, Florida woman left her motherly instincts at the door... A mother from Lumberton is being charged with child neglect after she was found strung out in her car, covered in her own shit and vomit. Her kids, two and three, were also in the back seat, soiled. It is believed that they were in her car without air conditioning for up to three hours. For Two on the Trigger News, I am Daniel Ruppels, and this is the world in which we live. All right, everybody, welcome back. I am on the air right now with Adam and Brian from Everyone Has a Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Oh, we're doing fantastic, uh, Daniel. Thanks for having us here. <laughs> oh, man. I hate when I, I hit the news and I go over my soundbite. It really just makes my soul die. Well, you know what? Things are going to happen in this market, and uh, I, I, I think there's no real predicting it, but you just got to roll with the punches. That's what I always say. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Good body every morning. My name is Daniel Rebels, and you're listening to KUNT Radio, where we have the hottest hits all day and all night. K-U-N-T, hottest kids. That's perfect. Oh, I love that, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's roll that into a fucking thing. I'll, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm having so much fun, dude. I'm glad that we could be here today again. That new segment was fantastic, and I know for a fact Canadian Jesse Ventura has his eyebrows raised at that story. I'll just say that. Do you think what if Jesse Ventura was going to make a statement regarding the pink water in Alberta, Canada, what do you think he would say is happening? Well, I, I think... oh. No way. Did you? Oh, oh my God, Daniel. You're not going to believe this. I think he heard this. Oh, my God. He's coming in. Dude, grab a seat. This is your This is your time. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Oh, one second here. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Hello. 
Hello. How are uh, you doing today, Mr. Ventura? I'm good. I'm doing good. Who is this? Uh, my name is Daniel on the Toe on the Trigger podcast. D- Daniel, that's a very good name. Okay, listen, I got to talk to you about the water supply treatment issues that are happening in your own backyard, buddy. Do you, can you entertain my thoughts for five seconds? I can, but that was in Alberta. I live in San Diego, California. Well, let me tell you something. The water... The pollution's headed your way, buddy, like a freight train, like a runaway freight train full of android zombie Nazis. Are you scared? Because you should be. I am a little bit frightened, I must admit. Well, let me just tell you something. The air pollution is nanomachines in the air that are secreting into your pores as we speak and changing your mind so that you're focused on only nothing but a one-world government. Does that make you sleep well, buddy? Uh, I actually have narcolepsy. I sleep perfectly fine. Well, guess what? You're you're asleep because guess you're counting sheep. Because count yourself in because you're one of them, pal. Because the it's time for this. I'm putting this out there. It's time for the sheeple to wake up and realize that we're living in a new world order and not one back from my wrestling days. I don't want any confusion there. That's a separate issue. So Hulk, Hulk Hogan won't be involved in this whole thing, right? No, Hulk Hogan, nice. No, Terry's a good man, but. I'm not wanting to bring him into the guy's been through enough. You know, I've been his shoulder to cry on. He's, he's had some terrible things happen. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm really upset. You brought Terry up. Cause you know, he's a, he's a stand up guy. He actually gave me his old Winnebago. I lived in it for a year collecting water in the Mojave desert because that's the only hydration you can get. That's pure and pure of nano machines, you know? So I wrote a book on it. It's on Amazon. It's, uh, it's called water purification to get rid of nano machines for the dummy. And if I put that link in my show notes, do I get some kind of uh, royalties or some kind of like kickback if any of my listeners buy it? You'll, you'll, uh, as a matter of fact, you'll get two percent for every hundred copies sold, which you know amount to a lot of. Money. I need this thing to sell. Now so is I need that you to push my is that two percent in Bitcoin or in dirty fiat American currency? Uh, it's actually in a di- not a dirty fiat American currency. It's in a one world currency I invented called Ventura Bucks. It's going to be the only thing you're going to want in the future because the Ventura Bucks are going to, they're worth, they're backed by gold. Not very much at this moment, but they're backed by gold. Like I coins go- or ingots or what? Uh, only ingots. I only deal in ingots. Somebody tried to give me a nugget and I smacked them upside the fucking head. I'm sorry. I get really pissed off. I only deal in ingots. Do you have a, any kind of relationship with uh, the late, not the late great, because he is still alive, with the great Alex Jones? I, I find that guy to be a fucking lunatic. I'm sorry. I'm swearing. This is this on this isn't on public access, is it? We're no, not no. going to get pulled. No, good because no. I don't care. Alex Jones is a whack job. I don't like his policies. I don't like his ideas. The man's out of his mind. He's saying things every day, polluting people's minds. <laughs> With nanomachines. Uh, correct. Okay, I'm just double checking. Correct with nanomachines. Now, one thing that we're going to need to worry about is escaping our own solar system within the next five to 5,000 years because the apocalypse is coming and it's coming in the form of asteroids made of nanomachines. So is, everything, is there anything in the world that isn't tied to nanomachines? Well, it's funny you should mention that because nanomachines aren't actually made up of nanomachines. They're made of, of a weird alien mineral known as nicrobium. And it's a, it's got a composition that's not even on our periodic table of elements. And so what exactly do these nanomachines do, Governor Ventura? 
You are still governor, right? I'm, 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 you know, I'm an affiliate governor. I I, I like to think I'm a phantom governor. Uh, I'm uh, only there when they need me, but when they turn the light on, I disappear like a cockroach. You're like the governor pro pro tempore. Come again. Like the governor pro tempore. Never heard of them. No, the, the these these nano machines. What they serve to do is is serve a higher alien overlord who is trying to warp this generation of youth into believing that skinny jeans are fashionable. And I'm here to tell you that they're not. They make your legs look too small. Well, and I mean, that's why women aren't fucking us anymore. Well, I mean, what they're, they're not fucking us. the skinny jeans are because the government wants to try to sterilize men and to to get their their nutsacks too hot to actually make a habitable environment for their semen. This is correct, a hundred percent. That's oh, why know. populations are dwindling. We're gonna run into in the twenty third century. We're gonna see a population problem like we've never seen before. I'm talking worse than the dinosaurs in the Triassic area, era, area, a- area, and era. There was a large area affected well, in that era. We're on live right now with uh, Canadian Jesse Ventura. Uh, former governor of some uh, random square state in the United States, and uh, he is on talking about nano machines. This is this is correct. Now, I, a lot of people are trying to pigeonhole me into thinking that I only talk about nano machines, but I don't. Uh, I have other hobbies do, outside. What what's that now? You you pretty much only talk about nano machines. Well, you know, that's a very narrow view scope of what my interests are. I actually happen to like woodworking as well, but nobody asks me about that because guess what? It doesn't involve a one world currency and that's why it's not scintillating enough for the audience. I see. I mean, because I've, I've been listening to you because you've been on, you know, I, I'm pretty good, uh, pretty good friends with Adam and, and Brian and you've been on their show the last few weeks and it seems the only thing that you talk about are droids and nanomachines. Okay, well, let me talk to you about holographic overlords who can teleport faster than electrons, might might I add. Might I add that? Uh, You might, yes. I might. Okay, well, I just might because they're teleporting and they're stealing our souls. (laughs) All right. They're they're, they're stealing all of our souls. I'm getting... What? Jesse, I think uh, think it's time to wrap up. I think... uh, We have a commercial break, actually. Yeah, yeah, we have a commercial break, so... uh, Okay, well, buy my book, a cab? Salvaging Water in the Mojave Desert and Purificating It of Nano Machines. Uh, it's on sale on Amazon, but only on the dark web. I've been Canadian Jesse Ventura. You have been. Yes, you have. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks a lot. Is he going to oh, go okay. wait? Is he going to go wait in the green room? I don't know where the fuck he waits. Yeah, he I don't think he ever leaves. Have you seen a Winnebago on your street at all? Uh, it's funny you should mention that, but yes. <laughs> It's got solar panels and a big-ass satellite dish on top of it. Yeah, and it's covered in tinfoil. It's fucking weird. I think it's something... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who can really crack that guy, though? Who can really crack the fucking head? That guy is just a... He's a, he's a different... He's thinking in a totally different dimension. He's, he's in the fourth dimension. You got. You have to admire him for his uh, his his zest for, you know, the, the truth. He, it is a thirst for the... It's an obsession for the truth. I, I try not to... I mean, we have him on here and there because it just—he hits me with too much. And and Brian and you have both said it. It's a little too heavy on uh, nano machines. I just think he's got to come up with—he's kind of become a one-trick pony <laughs> at this point. So we gotta—we gotta work it out with him if we're gonna ever have him back on the show. He's got to bring a new angle. We should kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's uh—you probably might not want to make that public. No, no, no. It. We 
allegedly. You, you want to allegedly kill him. Well, it's weird because he actually just sent me an email to prove, you know, these holograms and stuff. And it, yeah, it just came down the wire and it's talking about a South Korean company has developed software to allow people to communicate with a digital imprint of their loved ones after they're dead. Oh shit, dude. Yeah. It, We're welcome to the welcome nanobots? Not nanobots, dude. Welcome to Black Mirror, people. Welcome to Black Mirror. We are now living in a Black Mirror world. Yeah, it, it's part of this app called With Me. And it works uh, by people signing up to it while they're still alive. They have to visit a scanning booth so that measurements of their face can be taken to make the computer graphic realistic. After this, they can be loaded into the app as a digital version of themselves. Uh, people can have a conversation with them, tell them they love them, and even take a picture with them. The selfie aspect works by using augmented reality similar to the way Pokemon Go worked. It was designed to help people find it finding it difficult to cope with grief, grief at losing a family member or a friend. Wow. Boy. Yeah, this no, you need to just let go. Yeah. That's that's probably about the easiest way to just not move on and recover from something ever. Well, here's the thing though. We're working towards a future where death uh death might become something that is not part of of, of normal human nature and there's actually something that it's called the escape velocity that if science figures a way that they can keep you alive for a year and a couple months longer every year, it's going to keep growing to the point where they just indefinitely keep people alive. Yeah. And I, I was trying to find it. There was another article that I had, but I threw it away because I was never using it. But there was an article that I had about um, they say that the best way to cope with death is to actually be there with the person when they die and to actually be in the same room with them, either holding their hand or whatever. And, and that's how people can actually cope with it. But now people are just past the, the realm of, of wanting to cope and they just want to hold on to these people for the rest of their fucking lives. They're hoarding family members. <laughs> that's what they're doing. It's hoarders, hoarders, the family. They should, you gotta let your great aunt go. You didn't even know her dude. And it, and it really does show you how soft we've become. My uh, my granddad, he was born in the uh, in the prairies in South Alberta. Um, when he was seven years old, his mom died. Um, Once I was seven years old, and my grandma told me that my grandma's laying in the kitchen table. Is that that song? No. Okay. Um, wow. But his mom died when he was seven years old, and it was during the winter. And they couldn't break ground in the winter. So they put her in the cold storage next to the potatoes until spring. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, my God. Yeah, like, so this just shows how pussified we're becoming. Yeah. The pussification of America is what I call it, people. It's a big problem. They're like, uh, can you go down to the basement and grab some potatoes? And they go down there and they're like, I don't see any potatoes. Oh, it's right next to grandma. Just, just push her over. Just roll her over. They're right there. She's keeping them cool. Oh my god, my grandma and the potatoes are done and those rats are just eating away. At the potatoes? No. <laughs> At grandma. Oh, are the potatoes okay though? Uh, is, okay, can we still have fucking frites tonight? Because I want frites. Uh, here's, that's, sorry Brian, that's very, I'm sorry about your loss. Uh, first, <laughs> almost say that. No, I'm sorry about your loss, dude. Right. That's just tough. Here, here's, here's a question. This one was poised in a Black Mirror episode that I've urged Brian to listen, or watch rather, because it's a thing you watch with your fucking eyes, Adam. Uh, is 
it's an episode and it has to do with people being immortalized much like you're saying in a digital state only their brain is uploaded into a computer where their brain continues to function in a digital rebuild where they take on this weird second life form in a totally virtual reality where they live forever and it's all just sort of uh, replication of neurons and neurotic responses and it's a really crazy episode it's a really crazy episode of this tv show and uh it, it, it beckons the question of is this our future is this a reality and i, I think it it's be? going to be i mean it's people take people can't handle death and i think that i'm really desensitized by death um more than i should be I've been to so many funerals in the last like eight years that it's just like, oh, did you hear so and so died? I'm like, no, that's a bummer, you know. And it's just that that's it, you know. Well, and I think that's one of those things where it's such a harsh like the reason death death is so harsh is because we're kept away from it. Like we're always kept more than arm's length away from death, and so it seems like this this weird like like it it seems like alien. Like this is not something that's supposed to happen. Uh, but when it does and you're present and then you see it more and more and it compounds, I think an acceptance just becomes of it. It's the only way you can describe people fighting on a battlefield and not being completely, I mean, PTSD abound, but completely be out of their minds when they come back. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, especially in horrific fashions. I mean, you watch somebody pass away on a bed. You, you, there, There's a comfort there. There's like this level of oh, shit, I was there, I seen it, I have all my closure, you're kind of able to to move on. Yeah, but when they fucking have their hand, their arms blown off on a battlefield and, you know, they get hit with a, you know, an RPG or some shit, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more scarring to the, to the emotional it state. It's, it sticks. Yeah, you're not going to be eating too much pulled pork after that. You know, <laughs> you just won't. You just won't. But the, the idea of is the question is now, the question is if somebody came to you and said, hey, listen, dude, you got about three months left. Uh, do you want to be immortalized forever in a computer program? You'll go on carrying on an, an, an eternal existence, lest a power plug gets kicked out of a wall. Uh, you'll live forever in this computer state. Do you want to be put in the ground or do you want to live in second life for the rest of your life? Like, what choice do you make? I mean, would it really be you, though? As soon as they down download you it wouldn't be anymore yeah. well no it wouldn't it'd be, it'd be like the old teleportation uh explanation where people talk about teleportation being uh killing somebody and reassembling on the uh, reassembling them on the other side of a portal and it's not them you're not teleporting them you're recreating them that's the only way teleportation kind of works on pen and paper in theoretical physics but this idea of you're not going to realize that you've slipped out of the world of the living and the digital world. Like the technology is going to be so much that they're going to preserve all of your neurons in this static frozen state. And they're going to transplant them to a digital atmosphere, which, you know, the brain, I mean, it's immensely exponentially complex compared to today's computers, but you can still relate it to computers. You could be eternalized on a computer program. Do you do it, whether it's not you or whether it's a pseudo you. Do you do it? The worst part would be digital you watching physical you just wither away. Well, you wouldn't be seeing end. that. You'd be in the diff you'd be in a completely different world. You'd be walking around in 1970s Manhattan, like oh, or maybe I want to change my augmented reality and I want to be in 
20, the year 2020, where there's spaceships and <laughs> there's not going to be spaceships. Sure. I was going to say flo- three, hover cars. three years from now. Yeah. Spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> three years from now when man is teleporting above the ground on a hoverboard. So extraordinary. No, it's uh, in the year 2020. Uh, that was a terrible misspeak. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I mean, you, you went with it. You, you rolled with it very well. <laughs> well, I tend, I tried to tuck and roll, but so th- that is the question. Is would you do it? Just or would you go? Give me darkness forever. I don't want to live in some fake. Even though I'm gonna walk around, I'm gonna look down at my youthful body. I'm gonna grab my digital dick. I'm gonna look around at digital shit. I'm gonna talk to digital people who are real people because they're uploaded into the same world as you. Do you? Do you is there any appeal to that? I think the appeal is because, like you said, do you go into eternal blackness or whatever? And and that's just like it, to you, like that's what your concept of what death is. And some people are just so they don't know what it is. Like, is it eternal blackness that you experience? Is it you're just done? You know, people just they don't know what is there. And they're so afraid of whatever it is that they're like, well, I mean, I could just live like this forever. Then you also have the people that 100 percent know that they're going to the pearly gates and they're going to see St. Peter and they're going to. They're going to see all their relatives. And I think all of those people are going to go, no, I, I want the death. I, I want to, to this, this life is temporary, but that life is, is well, eternal. And, and I want even, that. Even for those people. I mean, if you've noticed, like, I don't know if you've known a lot of people that have like, you know, were like dying of cancer or like got some kind of sickness or disease. And they're always, you know, the, your first instinct is like, I want to be well, like I need to get better. I need to live. And my mom used to say, you know, for people who really want to get to heaven, you're sure fighting a fucking hell, like, very, very hard just to stay alive. Mm, that's, yeah, that's one of those fucking, yeah, yeah. that's one of those mind fucks. Yeah, because, I mean, I think even they, like, as strong as they are in their own convictions and their own beliefs, like, I think even they have, like, a piece of doubt where they're like, what if it's not? You know, like, or what if it is real, you know, all the whole afterlife thing, but it's not like my, you know, it's almost like uh, the the South Park movie where they're like Mormon. Mormon was the correct, you know, was the correct oh, religion. You know what I mean? And, uh, or, and you know, what if they get there and it's like the difference between uh, reading the book and watching the movie where it's someone else's interpretation of the book. And so you're like, ah, the, the, the book was better. Yeah. yeah. You're like, this sucks. Is that Kevin Cosner? Oh, he stopped being good in 1992. Uh, not believable yeah not believable i'm gonna go snort coke with fucking philip seymour hoffman there's no drugs up here yeah you know you just be like no every day's bliss but then if every day's bliss how the fuck is there a gauge for good and bad so does it just be eternal purgatory no matter what like isn't life only good because you have a shit day followed by a really good one blocked in by another seven shit days and you make hay when the sun's shining is that the only reason why joy exists now if you're telling me about this place that it's indefinite happiness it's not happy anymore then happiness becomes baseline and then it's just mediocre then you're like uh, like i don't know i want to suck an angel's dick i don't know i want something something to feel something (laughs) somebody rate me you get cutters in heaven because they're like i just need to have a little bit of bad And it's like, dude, your skin's your skin's impenetrable. It's never gonna bleed. Stop it. You're looking silly, and people are talking. See those people up there playing harps? They stopped harping. They well, stopped their fucking harp sesh. When I get to heaven, I'm gonna commit suicide at least once a week. Oh just, my god! That, 
just to shake things up, you know? Just be like, oh, oh where do I go now? And just, like, just, still here. Just hang myself from a cloud or something, just right next to Robin Williams, just swaying like a fucking chandelier. Oh, hey, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I love the idea of what if reincarnation is real? And so you you die, and when when you wake up as a brand new baby, you still have all those memories, but you have to like put the neurons together to be able to actually communicate. And by the time you can, you've forgotten them. Oh, that's one of those things that doesn't matter. <laughs> ah, I, I, I like that. No, no, because it completely is unprovable. It's exactly. like, what if you come back in the same world in an alternate dimension, then it won't matter because there's, it's unprovable. Yeah. Like what if this is just like the 17th life, like any of us have ever lived. And we never remember the previous one, then it doesn't matter. It's like one of those things, but what if it doesn't matter? Like, do you get where I get what you're saying, but what if, but do you get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's one of those, like, what if like your brand new baby is sitting there and it's going like, oh, I gotta, maybe, maybe if I try to smile, they'll, they'll, they'll figure out what I'm, I'm thinking here. Like, what if there's like a full cognitive, function happening there that they can't express like a kid with autism dude that would be that would be hell it's just you think babies are happy but they're really just like they're just reliving their past memories that were like joyful and when they just cry for no reason like when they go through those terrible twos or they're just screaming at nothing it's really them like remembering like when in a past life their mom like jumped off a fucking building or some shit Ooh, that's fucking dark. Okay, you're bringing me back. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you're bringing me back, Daniel. You're bringing me back. <laughs> um, well, here's the thing, though. Why do you still get fucking surprised when you have ice cream for the first time? Is it just because ice cream's that delicious? Yes. <laughs> is it just is it because wouldn't you be like if all cognitive things are still there? Oh, that's ice cream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there, done that. But uh, baby's face when they eat ice cream for the first time is in- unmistakable. Yes. It's the first time, every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> Well, here, here it is. Here, here it is, though. Uh, for me, I guess for me, my answer on living forever in a digital world would be off. I'd, I'd give it a hell to the yeah. I'd want to fuck yeah. around in some digital world where I can snap my fingers and I like I was going on some augmented reality trip. Hey, I'm in some fake recreation of the caveman times. On it's it's just cool as shit. I'm walking around with brontosauruses. I know they're not real. But guess what? If the graphics are good enough, I'll stick around. But then it goes back to the argument of just like our one with heaven is then everything would just be baseline yeah, normal and nothing would have surprise anymore and intrigue. There needs to be some mm. kind of challenge in that digital world. Yeah, because well, okay. if everything's just great, you snap your fingers and you know you get a blowjob out of nowhere, then it's like then you're snapping your fingers every day and pretty soon blowjobs aren't great. Here, here's the challenge. Snapping my fingers like an old-timey blues band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get my dick sucked, eating some Zatarain's fucking rice. Uh, no, he- here's what it is though: is the 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 challenge, the 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 what what are we looking for here? The the element, the, the, the variable, the yin to the yang. The yin to the yang would be that you're up there with other people again, and people are still going to be fucking people. They're not gonna. There's going to be some dime who's going to be like, I ain't sucking that dirty dick. You're still going to look like you. You might be the best possible presentation of you. Maybe you change a few things like in the program. You're still going to have that personality. You're still going to have that same personality and life experience. And boring people are going to go into this world, this digital world, and still be boring and have women don't want to fuck them. There is the intrigue. Well, then. God damn it. 
But then it sucks because then it's in like at least with regular life, you get the escape eventually. It's like my life sucks and it's fucking shitty. And then you get old and you die and it's over. But then then you go in this world where you're the same boring, sad piece of shit you've always been. But you have to do it forever. Well, and I think that forever is what's going to open up possibilities. Like eventually you'll fuck a three at the very least. And then you go, okay, in the next hundred years or whatever the time, way time is measured, I'm going to, I'm going to nail a four. <laughs> I'm going to work my way up the ladder. Do, do you get the option in this digital world of just control Z, just fucking undo it, get yeah. out of here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can always end it. You can always, you can always go to not so world. much end, but just like an undo button. Like you say a line to a chick that's like very, like just a really shitty pickup line and you see the look on their face. You can just like. Like, I like want that like, for me, but not for anyone else. <laughs> Just you, you selfish bastard. Well, and, and okay, I, I I find this very interesting. And as somebody who plays video games, I'm going to tell you how this breaks down. It's the bullet time rule. In a video game, isn't it fun when you press a button and it slows down time to shoot bullets? But how that could never work online because you'd be slowing down other people's shit and they'd just get annoyed. They couldn't make an undo button because you'd fuck up people's people's shit well, and everybody would be undoing the fuck out of shit. Well, I know I would instead of having an undo button, I'd rather have like an alt control delete feature. I'd just be like, well, I'm going to alt control delete Brian today. <laughs> just end that Ooh. process. Executive <laughs> functions. Yeah. Just like fuck that, dude. Administrative privileges. Privileges. <laughs> Are you sure you want to delete? Are you sure you want to permanently delete Brian.exe? Yes. Yes. Put him in the trash bin and empty the fucking recycling bin. Either that or I'm going to lasso tool a bunch of those DLL files and make them half a tard. Just drag those those files that you don't know what they do, but you know they're essential in some way. Like you can't use the word the forever. <laughs> <laughs> still don't fuck with the guy's laughter life oh man we oh. just we just gave like a bunch of nerds the biggest boners right now i hope so i hope they're tugging their little nerd penises and they're, they're like oh my god them. he was talking about dll files oh my god oh my god i love dll files they're my second favorite ll file yeah but you know if you called it uh a lot of them probably use linux so dot exe file isn't isn't good yeah, there's some people who are going, oh, that's so gauche. Which, I mean, it's funny that I'm making fun of it because I'm currently podcasting on a Linux computer, but whatever. <laughs> Damn. Dude, that's fucking, you just blew my mind with that shit. Yeah, but that probably explains why we had so many audio issues in the beginning of the show. Well, yeah, but still, <laughs> you're you're the dude rolling, asking for a fucking cheese and pepperoni pizza. Or, no, sorry, a cheese and pineapple pizza. No, fuck Because everybody likes pepperoni or cheese. You're the guy with the pineapple pizza. You're the third slice, is what I'm saying. You're Linux. Yeah, I'm Linux. Linux. I'm the Linux libertarian, dude. Third party, third operating system. Damn, son. You're just dropping some fucking science (laughs) on On the double L's. The double L. The DLL. The DLL file. (laughs) Full fucking circle. You're in the middle of a war waged by people who like Apple and people who like fucking uh, Windows. And you're just in the middle going, my shit's good. <laughs> and nobody's giving a fuck either. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you've heard. <laughs> but fuck, fuck Windows and the blue screen of death. Oh, fuck why iTunes. And you're just like, hey, you know, I have a kind of a solution. Shut up. <laughs> you're like, yeah, guess what? I get to sit there for hours and troubleshoot something by reading forum pages for three fucking hours for something that if I had Microsoft or Mac, I could just fucking fix with one click. That is true. That is true. It probably doesn't come without its headaches. Oh, totally. I don't. I do it because I'm a stubborn bastard. You know what I mean? 
Oh, no, no, I hear you. I, I'm all about learning new shit. That's the only reason I went from the Windows side of the Force to the Apple side of the Force is I got sick of my computer being slow every year. Yeah. I'm just like, ugh, I had to bail. Yeah, that that's one thing I haven't missed. I, I got this. We're going off on a fucking tangent on computers now, but my computer was, uh, it had two hard drives in it. One of them had Windows, one of them had Linux, and I never went on the Windows side, so I just put another Linux distribution on the other fucking hard drive. So fuck that. Hey, you've got me curious. I might have to do some research on Linux because I'm uh, I'm intrigued. I'll admit you you're pulling my you're pulling my curiosity your way, sir. Well, there you go. If you don't like to troubleshoot things and don't like minor headaches over stupid fucking software problems, I would highly recommend you don't do it. Um, if you mm. don't like uh, if you don't like having to find alternative apps for things that you normally would just find really easily, I wouldn't recommend it for you. But if you like open source shit and you like finding fun little programs that are alternatives. I'd say go for it. Okay. Okay. Well, you're kind of pushing me with one hand, pulling me with another at this point. <laughs> you're kind of turning me around on my side, really. But I will, uh, I'll consider it. Yeah. L- look into it. If I, if anything, I recommend people just get like an old shitty computer or laptop you have sitting around and just put Linux on it and fuck with it. If you don't like it, you haven't wasted anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit, I'll fucking, I'll fuck around. Yeah, I'm really. not above fucking around. Yeah. I mean, we're not, none of us are above fucking around. Ah, sir no 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 way well holy shit man uh this this was a fucking blast yeah Brian, this is this is a good time um it's actually the part of the show let's see where are we right now? okay we're right here it's actually the part of the show where we uh we named that episode and i don't know if you guys wrote anything down because we were in we we're balls deep in hardcore conversation most of the time and i'm the host and it's my job to keep track of these things did, okay did you guys write anything down Dick ass, dick ass, dick ass, dick ass. <laughs> okay, I, I like that. I like that there was just enough dick and just enough ass. Yeah, it was like four, four and four. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was good. It was good. It had a rhythm to it almost. Either that or shredded Jesus. Oh shredded. my God, you took mine. Shredded yeah. Jesus. I actually mine. had that in there as ripped Jesus, but I can definitely change it to shredded because I was wondering, I was forgot which word you used when I was writing it down. I think I used both of them. I think shredded is a lot better. Um, I have I have fucked up muffins, not great. Um, okay. I have a pool toy with a wig. Okay, I like that one. I have rental sex doll. Uh, pussy layaway. Uh, I have you can't unrape someone. Uh, <laughs> shredded Jesus and hoarders, the family member edition. Oh shit! Ah fuck, man. How do you pick? I like I like all of those. I'm so indecisive. I'm not above combining like two, but I can't combine like six because then it just looks like a clusterfuck. No, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Brian? I'm going to put my money on blow-up doll. I like a pool toy with a wig. Yeah. I think I like a pool toy with a wig. A pool toy with a wig. What was that even in reference to? I don't even remember at this point. The fucking shitty. You, yeah, the place where you Go. rent out. Sex dolls. Oh, the and place with, like, with the rental sex dolls. Yes. Is it a shitty one that this looks like a fucking pool toy with a wig? Yeah, it is a pool or toy. Is it one of them good ones? <laughs> All right, so that that will be the name of this episode: is a pool toy with a wig. Works and for uh, me. and do you guys want to plug anything? Your show and your website, all that good happy horse shit. Every uh, everywhere ehappodcast.com is our E-hap website. Podcast Twitter ehappodcast on Facebook. Ehap podcast on Grinder. Ehap podcast on Instagram. Uh, two P's. 
two peas. Always two peas because yeah, we each have has one. A podcast, podcast. Yeah, we I know. I, it's like the ATM together. machine or a pin number. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it yeah. rolls off the tongue. People like saying stupid shit. And I just like saying everybody has a podcast just to make you guys cringe a little bit. It's okay. They're dead now. Yeah, they're completely dead. iTunes has pulled them finally. Oh, really? They're done? We're yeah. the only one. The funny We're thing the is, is there's actually a band that was called uh, Toe on the Trigger. And, oh, no shit. Yeah, and luckily like they didn't use that as their YouTube channel name for some reason. So Toe on the Trigger was available and they don't do anything anymore. And then there's another, there's a song by a totally different band called Toe on the Trigger off of the album Toe on the Trigger. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like, a me- it's like a metal song. I was thinking about reaching out to them and being like, hey, can I use that for something? Absolutely, dude. Fuck, by all means, reach out. So, yeah, uh, we, uh, we we decided on the name Everyone Has a Podcast, and we searched for it, and we couldn't find anything, and we were like, perfect, let's go with that. And then it was probably like a month or two in, and someone was like, is, is this you? Everybody has a podcast? And we are like, motherfucker. Yeah, we're like, cocksucker. Yeah, it's, it's funny, because it, it is true, though. Like, everyone... Because you will do your thing that you guys do in a minute, because I think it'll be cool to end the show like that. But I am, you know, you guys say that like everyone, even if you're not on a show, everyone listens to one or whatever. And even if people don't listen, don't have a show, as soon as you tell them you do, all of a sudden in the name of this season of Toe on the Trigger, it's called Everyone's a Producer. Because you tell someone you have a podcast or they know you do and they're like, oh, that could totally be on your show. This could be on your show. Here, here's this. And they have all the everyone's a fucking producer all of a sudden. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely! I get that. That's so true. I've 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 come in well, contact most of them with them. Not great producers. No, 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 they'd be shitty. They'd be fired immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But everyone thinks they're a producer. Everybody, as soon as they know you have a show, they just you know this should be on your show. This should be on your show. Oh my god! This it's like who's the fucking producer of this fucking thing? Me or you? Like what's what's going on? <laughs> oh, I hope you're not putting me on your podcast. No, don't worry about it. I'm not. Oh, uh, I've had people hint at that too. Like I had somebody tell me like. Oh my god! Like I could never come on your show. Like I would be so this and that, and like expecting me to be like, oh, you should totally come on. And I was like, yeah, you probably couldn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh yeah, you would be anxious and terrible. Hey, why didn't you come? I have an opening Tuesday. Yeah, you'd yeah. never do that. Well, I'm I'm taking a leap of faith now because my co-host left, and I can't do this shit on my own. Like as much as I love to talk, I don't like to talk to nobody, to anybody. Wow, Double it's hard. Me. Yeah, we. Uh... We did one episode where it was it was titled "Alone Together," and we each I did remember a half that one, hour. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it was. That was probably my my biggest, uh, my most hated episode of our show. Yeah, oh, we you always have one that you look back on with disdain, and <laughs> I have a few of them where I go for fuck's sakes, yeah. and I just and I you know I edge away. But you know, before anything gets into any serious endings, I got to say something because I really dropped the ball. In a big, big way on something. Okay. I want to officially, finally say something right now that I should have said a long time ago. And that is, God bless you, Cassie. God bless you, kinky Cassie. <laughs> and your sucking and admi- admiration uh, <laughs> of uncircumcised men. I find that to be of the highest of high when it comes to uh, just 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 what what every woman should aspire to be able to do, you know, some people talk about what a gladiator is. Until you've sucked a fully intact, the way God made it, dick, you can never call yourself a gladiator. And Cassie, I'm playing her song are, for you. You are a gladiator, girl. The fact that you don't only choose 
but you actually enjoy and possibly prefer uncircumcised dicks brings me so much joy, and it makes me hopeful of a world that we'll see in the future. Uh, very, very like to that. Very alike to that. <laughs> she so, appreciates it. She. It's funny because after she got off the show, she was like, "Fuck, man! Now that I'm off, like you're getting all these fucking cool people on the show that you said you were gonna get." And one of the people she was really looking forward to talking to was you because of all the banter you guys had on Twitter. Oh, absolutely! It was fucking great. And, and the fact that she opened up with that just it, it warmed the cockles of my cockle <laughs> and my heart. And I just uh, I think that's fantastic. Truly well, fantastic. Thank you for being you. Well, Cassie. if I remember correctly, the conversation started with you totally bashing on people that weren't circumcised to like be part of like the ew they're gross thing. And as soon as she was like, dude, that's awesome. You're like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is fucking awesome. Well, it's because I, I live a double life. <laughs> And that is kind of, I'll, I'll, I'll play either side of the fucking hand. I'll play with the table, I'll play against the table. But as Sometimes soon as, you love Kevin Smith, sometimes you hate him. It's exactly it, and it's the same goes with dicks. Exactly. In some way. That's, that's profound. Just sometimes you love them, sometimes you hate them. 100%. Sometimes they're overrated, sometimes they're underrated. There you go. Just like Kevin Smith. Just like Kevin Smith. Perfect. Well, I don't think this show would be complete without you guys uh, closing it out with your usual outro. So before you guys do that, I just want to thank you guys for being on the show. I, I imagine you guys know what the fuck I'm talking about when I say that. Um, oh, 100%. Okay. I just do want to thank you guys for being on the show, and I definitely want to have you guys on again at some point in the future. Oh, and we'd love to host you as well. And, you know, that's the great thing about podcasting, Daniel. It's funny you bring it up. Is it what we've found in our travels and our journeys and our trials and errors our, our our successes and our failures is that it doesn't matter it just simply doesn't matter which side of the microphone you're on because everyone has a podcast outro 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 uh, yeah this has been episode 082 of the toe on the trigger podcast i want to thank you all for listening and i want to remind you that you can go on toe on the trigger.com and hit the subscribe button to receive episodes of this show every single week as they come out on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or wherever podcasts are available. We're also featured on TuneIn Radio and iHeartRadio. I'd love to get to know all of you personally, so please do not hesitate to reach out on social media. You can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media platforms by searching for Toe on the Trigger. If you like what you heard on this podcast, then you might like some other podcasts that we are friends with, including Afterburn 739, The Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show, Fifth Cast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, Three is Comedy, The Passersby Podcast, The Bold and Belligerent Podcast, and of course, everybody has a, everyone has a podcast, The Brand X Podcast, The Mike Jolich Show, and The Story Behind. If you're too shy to be social, you can shoot us a message by going to toeonthetrigger.com and hitting the Take a Shot button, or you can email the show at takeashot at toeonthetrigger.com. You can make your voice heard by calling the show at TOE546TOTT, that's 863-546-8688, and finally, the most important thing that you can do to support your favorite podcast is to tell a friend to listen. For Adam and Brian of Everyone Has a Podcast, I am Daniel Repples, and until next time, be sure to keep your toe off of that trigger. No, you sound fucking, dude, you sound like gold. Yeah. Well, that's just what I was blessed with. God gave me an ugly face but a beautiful voice, but unfortunately hey. women don't want to fuck your voice, you know? 
hey you so, yeah women you you could get away with that shit because it's like eh, she has a cute voice over the phone you'll tug a dick but i don't know too many women are uh, are, are up on like i just want to hear somebody who has a baritone voice i don't know my voice is a panty dropper i've definitely gotten women to at least want to meet me just by hearing the podcast or hearing me on the radio and shit but as soon as they meet me they just kind of want to close their eyes and hope it's over I don't watch a lot of those shows, so I don't know. Like I, I kind of like Conan a little bit because he's zany on TV. You're like he's funny, he's cool, but you, the way that he looks, if you saw him in an alley, like you would think he was gonna just stick figure rape you. That's a good point. That's a damn good point. He's, he looks like the Slender Man with red hair. <laughs> dude, he looks like Dick Cavett's gay nephew. <laughs> Holy shit, dude, that's <laughs> fucking spot on. Exactly. Holy fuck, <laughs> I, I, I love that. Holy fuck. The, the ones that you nail the best that I from listening to the show is you do a fucking fantastic at Jesse Ventura. And and the one that I don't think that you do enough is fucking Seinfeld. Oh, Dude, because you, cause you did the Seinfeld. The one, I forgot what the line was. Something like like something about, Elaine, I want to eat your pussy or something. like. And just the way you said it, like I just heard it in the show. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. I, I almost, Elaine, I want to eat your pussy. Yeah. Let me eat it. Exactly, dude. Oh I my just... God, there's Kramer. Kramer's watching me eat your pussy. Ah! Yeah, that's you just have to get very manic. <laughs> okay, I'll try and bring bring that up. Fuck.